text for our communion meditation today comes out of 1 Peter, 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. 1 Peter 1, 1 and 2. Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the pilgrims of the dispersion in Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father, in sanctification of the Spirit, for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ, grace and peace be with you all. Be multiplied. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this, your word. Please, I ask in the name of your Son that you would send your Spirit uh, to use this, your word, to minister to this, your little flock. And I ask this in the name of your Son. Amen. You may be seated. So the last time we were in First Peter, uh, we examined the title that Peter here applies to believers. That title is Chosen Pilgrim. We saw that this title is descriptive of who we are as God's people. And we examined the first word of that title, chosen or elect. Uh, This is descriptive of you in the following manner. That before the foundation of the world, not because of anything you would do, but because of his own good pleasure, God the Father chose you to know you with a personal loving, fatherly care. He chose to set you apart from sin and death by the work of his Holy Spirit, that you may live a life obedient to his Son, having the cleansing of his blood permanently applied to you in justification and continually applied to you in sanctification. You are in a secure, cherished position as the object of God's eternal love and good providence, God has said, I will be your God, and you will be my people. Christ has won you for himself through his death, his burial, and resurrection. He has demonstrated his love to you that while you were still a sinner, he died for you. And he has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of adoption, which cries out, Abba, Father. Be confident in your adoption. Be confident in your adoptive father. You are chosen. And you are chosen pilgrim. Uh, Now the word here translated pilgrim or sojourner uh, means properly one who comes from a foreign country into a land to reside there side by side with natives. So in using this word, Peter is here reminding us that yes, we are living here on this earth. Yes, we are to dwell here. We are to take dominion here. Yet our true home is the heavenly kingdom, and our true allegiance is to its king. This should inform how we live here on the world, in the world. Uh, We are not to live as the world, we are to live as Christ. We are not to live for this world in vain pursuit of all the vain or hopeless pursuit of everything it has to offer. Uh, We are to live in pursuit of obedience to Christ with the full assurance that what he has promised, he will give us. We will receive his promises. Being confident in this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it 
unto the day of Jesus Christ. Peter is reminding us that our true home is with Christ, and we should probably be more homesick. And I would like to pause here just for a moment um, to explain where I'm getting this phrase, chosen pilgrim. If you're following along in the New King James, you've probably noticed that the word elect appears in verse 2. Um, and that's, that's an interpretive choice. It's, it's I think, demonstrating that it's, it's God the one that's doing the choosing, and that's perfectly fine. But in uh, the original Greek text, um, the word elect is actually right next to the word pilgrim. Um, and they're both adjectives that modify the person, the people, whom Peter is speaking to, such, a, such that the phrase is more literally, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to elect sojourners of the dispersion. And why do I bring all this up? Uh, well, one of the reasons why I think it's important to focus on this phrase, chosen pilgrims or elect sojourners, is because it connects the doctrine of election with our time here on earth. Uh, when we think of election, I at least uh, believe that we have the tendency to immediately think of our eternal home. And that's right and proper. Um, we should be focusing on our eternal home. But I also think that it's important to remember that as we have been chosen for eternal glory, so too have we been chosen to sojourn here on this earth. Now, being a sojourner and a pilgrim does imply a certain manner of living on our part, as we have noted. And Peter will go, in later chapters, will go into much greater detail about what it means to live as a pilgrim, what it means to live set apart from the world. Um, however, the emphasis, the emphasis of our passage here, I believe, um, is less how we are to live to God, although that, of course, is important, that it's more about um, the security that we have in God. You are a pilgrim, but you are a pilgrim who belongs to a loving Heavenly Father. You are a chosen pilgrim according to the foreknowledge of God the Father. Just as God the Father, out of His free mercy, chose to love you with everlasting fatherly care, so too has He promised to keep you with that fatherly care during your sojourn here. He has said, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you by my righteous right hand. You are, so, you are a chosen pilgrim in sanctification of the Spirit. Your entire present state, the, the entirety of your existence, is one that is lived in, surrounded, enveloped by the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit, by which, as the Apostle Paul seals, we are sealed. It is the seal of authenticity or guarantee that you have been chosen to receive an internal inheritance. It is a seal of ownership, marking you as one of God's own, and it is a seal or a guard for your soul against the devices of the evil one during your sojourn here. You are a chosen pilgrim for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Every step of our pilgrimage on this earth ought to be a step towards Christ and a step in obedience to him as our king. Now, we cannot perfectly fulfill that because of sin and that ought to break our hearts. But listen, every step that you do take on this earth is a step that has had the blood of your Savior applied to it. 
That step is pleasing to God the Father in Christ. Christ shed his blood for you and he has promised to be with you always, here, now, even until the end of the age. He is the right man by your side. The Lord of the armies of heavens has promised to be with you always on your pilgrimage here until you are received in glory. And it is he, it is this same Christ that now invites us to his table of peace to have a little taste of home. Now as we come, let us come with an expectation and a longing to be home with him, to be seated at his table. And let us come with full assurance of God's fatherly care for us and full confidence in the completed work of Christ on our behalf. Knowing that during our sojourn here, we have been rejected indeed by men, but chosen of God and precious. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you out of your mere good pleasure for choosing to love us. Thank you for sending your Son to die for us, to be with us here now. Thank you for sending your Spirit, the Helper, to remind us of, of your Son's Word, to guide us on our pilgrimage. Lord God, we, we bless your holy name. We thank you for these things. We pray that ask that uh, you would bring to remembrance your promises uh, and your word, that we would look uh, towards you in faith, that we would look for the heavenly reward. And ask this in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.